My name's Sierra. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm in recovery from pride, anger, and control. Growing up, I loved my family and the times we shared together. We would attend church two to three times a week. However, around 11 years old, my family was deeply hurt by the church. My parents thought, if this is what God's people are like, we are out. I was no longer attending the school attached to the church, and I started attending public school for the first time. I could see the way that no longer attending church was impacting my parents' relationships. Arguments started to increase, and the admiration of my family started to fade. My identity was found in academics, sports, popularity, and my boyfriend. From the outside looking in, I had the perfect life. The walls around my heart continued to thicken. Not a single soul knew how I truly felt, and I felt empty. As my family struggled, I took on the role of being the rock, the steady one, the one that didn't cause too much chaos and pretended like I had everything together. In reality, I didn't. In college, things would get better, right? College was a time of freedom and I wanted to fit in. I quickly conformed to the party lifestyle. And I thought my family and friends are the ones that have the issues, so getting away would fix everything. Little did I know, I was part of the problem and it would only continue to get worse. I did well in school and I kept up the party lifestyle and moved in with my high school boyfriend. All of this was exhausting and things slowly got worse as my anger and pride began to grow. By the age of 23, I had been arrested for a public intoxication. My family life was chaotic, and decisions made by both of my parents caused tremendous hurt and pain, which would eventually end in their divorce. Then, my eight-year relationship ended. I found myself lost and depressed, turning to alcohol and men to cope with the pain. And through this, I didn't tell anyone how I was feeling because I feared that my perfect image was being ruined. I buried my emotions and I hated God for how my life turned out and I just wanted answers. God provided a coworker who constantly invited me to Watermark's young adult ministry, The Porch, even when I was super mean to her. God began to break down the walls around my heart. However, letting go of worldly things was harder than I imagined. I would weekly attend the porch, yet turn to alcohol and guys on the weekend. God, in his kindness, allowed me to live out Psalm 81, 11 through 12. But my people did not listen to my voice. Israel would not submit to me, so I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own counsels. After a night of drinking and a one-night stand, I was full of shame and guilt. How could God forgive this? I have hit rock bottom. I told my coworker that next morning and she shared about the forgiveness and grace that she had. And I wanted what she had because it was joy and peace. That day, my life changed. I fully understood God's grace and that eternal life was a free gift from God. I found the answer I had been looking for. As Dave said, Jesus. My life changed realizing that Jesus died on the cross and rose again for my sin, past, present, and future. He paid for me on the cross and has never regretted it. Through knowing Christ, I am healed from my brokenness. He has removed my shame and guilt, and I now experience true love, joy, and freedom. I am a new creation in his eyes and not defined by my sin. My true identity is in the Lord. Now, it may sound like my story is over and we can all clap. Well, you're wrong. I'm not done. I've heard it like this before. 
Justification is being freed from slavery and bondage. Sanctification is removing slavery from the heart. And this girl needed and still needs sanctification. Insert regeneration, then insert typical response. I don't know if regen is for me. I don't think I need that. Sometimes God likes to tell me to do stuff that I don't want to do. Insert regeneration. Every Monday, I would show up and I would do my work. Because remember, I had an image to keep up because I wanted everyone to think that I had it all together. While all the steps taught me something, there are three steps that God really used to change my heart. In step three, trust. It asked two questions that stopped me dead in my tracks. Do you trust God with your eternity? Yeah, yeah, check. Do you trust God with every aspect of your life? I stared at the paper and I thought, yeah, that's for sure a no. That step changed everything. I realized that it had nothing to do with region or the curriculum. It had everything to do with my daily dependence on the Lord and laying my pain, hurt, sin, and struggles down at the cross. I would often ask myself, what would it look like to live in absolute surrender? And I would challenge you guys tonight with the same question. What would it look like to live in absolute surrender to God? Now, step four, inventory was a pivotal step for me. Now, I know some of you in the room probably just took a deep breath and rolled your eyes. And I'm not gonna lie to you, inventory is hard. No one likes to look at all of their sin. But gosh, God worked in mighty ways through it. He revealed to me the patterns in my life and the underlying reasons for why I did the things that I did. Inventory showed me that the enemy is not creative. He is just persistent. He uses the same hurts, the same temptations, and the same sin over and over and over again. It was a beautiful thing to see all of my sin on paper and know that I am still loved, I am chosen, I am enough, and that nothing and no one can ever change that. Our Father's love is constant, and God's people view you the same way through the same love. Step nine, amends. The girl that struggles with pride had no desire to own her own part. This step challenged me in ways that I didn't know that I needed. I was able to make amends with my mom and my dad and my sister. I made amends with new and old friends and even my ex-boyfriend. It taught me that when I am wrong, I can go seek forgiveness and make those amends. It taught me that while relationships may look different now with many of those people, it could still be faith, I could still be faithful to what God has called me to do, live peacefully with all. It was the beginning of healing and new relationships. God used regeneration as a tool in my life to be able to recognize my sin quicker and turn from it to follow after him. I can honestly say my life is radically different. I get to live life with an awesome group of women let me tell you, community and friendships can be hard, but they are a gift to me and it is so worth it. I so deeply love my family and we have learned to handle conflict in a healthy way most of the time. At times, things can be hard with my family and it has been a long, long road with them. However, I wouldn't trade the ups and downs because it brought me to this place, a place of absolute surrender. The Lord has begun to heal the pain and brokenness in our family. And I want you to remember this, pain and hurt don't go away quickly, but it does take a daily choice to pursue my family and love them the way that Christ does, unconditionally. And if I'm really honest, this past year has been really difficult for me. There's a whole list that I can run through to tell you all the hard that I've walked through this past year, 
But just to give you a small picture, this past year, my house flooded and caught on fire. And to be clear, it was not in the same month. There have been moments of frustration and anger at the world and at God. And at other times, I've also felt tons of joy and hope in the Lord. But through it all, I've been comforted by one of my favorite verses, Nahum 1.7, that says, the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. I know that God will sustain me. And I know that he is working even in the moments that I don't see him working. Regardless of what is happening around me, I can fully trust and depend on him. If this is your first time, I want you to know that God loves you and there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. We serve a God of second chances and he uses people who have messed up to change the hearts of others who need hope. He transforms people who have made terrible decisions and uses it all for his glory. If you are like me and you are in your lowest pit, and you're convinced you can't get out, turn to the Lord. God's word says that he is faithful when we are faithless. And my story is evidence that it is true. The crazy thing is my story is not incredible or even unique. I'm just another example of a sinner who has fallen short of the glory of God, but has been rescued and redeemed by Christ's incredible love. He has taken all of my terrible decisions and turned them into opportunities for me to talk about his power and his redemption. I spent so long searching for freedom in other people, but I finally found it in a relationship with Jesus Christ. No one else will ever satisfy you. My name is Sierra, I have a new life in Christ, and I am recovery from pride and anger, and I want you to know this, my life is not perfect, and I am certainly not perfect, but I do serve a God who is perfect. Thank you.